This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are sharing our thoughts about Once Upon a Studio. If you haven't watched it, go watch it now. Pause the podcast, go watch it, and then come back and listen. We're full of spoilers here. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hello, my friend. Hello, long time no podcast, pal. Doesn't it feel so weird? It does. It, it feels like it's been forever since we recorded, but it really hasn't been that, that long. long ago, no. no, but but it feel because we spent so long doing it like every week. It feels like it feels long. It does. It's it, like, oh, it's weird. It is. But have you noticed like it's it, it, the work, like it's manageable? Yes, it is for sure. It's it's so much more manageable. So I'm I'm very glad that we we made this we made this call, mm-hmm. um, except for the fact that I feel like I miss talking to you sometimes. Yeah, because we had to talk a lot because we had to do every <laughs> week. We had to. Yeah, but you know what happened? We'd be like, oh, we got to record, so we're going to record on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'd spend three hours talking before we recorded. Right. Yeah, today, although today we we kind of... <laughs> an hour or so. <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens, but that's okay. Yeah. So we did... Uh, what was the feedback you got on the Puzzle Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I heard that we um, we informed quite a few people on the world of competitive puzzling. Not, it's shockingly not a lot of people knew that that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I thought I, I I think people thought it was fun and interesting. Yeah, I think so too. Like honestly, I had feedback from people that were like, same thing. I didn't realize um, that it was it was a thing, and other people that remember the episodes where you were talking about it and how excited you were when you discovered this competition and enrolled in it. Mm-hmm. So to hear it kind of come full circle and then to hear how well you did, like people were invested in, in the journey from, you know, the beginning to the I end. I wonder if we inspired anybody to puzzle. That would be fun to know. <laughs> Were there, were there people that just, you know, pulled out a puzzle after like the all this puzzle talk? They're like, oh, let me find that Disney puzzle I bought, you know, <laughs> three years ago. Maybe. You never yeah. know. I think uh, I think maybe you did inspire. And it was fun. It was fun having Glenn on. And um, and you guys did so well. And I'm just it, it's it's so fun to hear that, you know, you gave a little education, Carrie, on things that aren't Disney related. You're just like a wealth of knowledge. Right. Right. About <laughs> stickers, the sub- subscription stickers. You taught us that. Yeah. Now you teach us about puzzles. Like there's all sorts of things. Yeah. What's next? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe how to track down the people from Cobra Kai. That's next on our list. We've got to go. We've got to go find them. I did Google it to see where they were there. Did don't you? Think that they're anywhere until maybe into the, maybe into the new year. Yeah. yeah. We'll find them. It. We'll find them. Or or next year for our Comic-Con or whatever it's called. Fan Expo. 
You think they'll that you think they'll be here? Well, I guess because when does Cobra Kai come back? I don't know. I thought like these kids are going to be middle aged by the time this the next (laughs) the next season comes out. Forget being high school kids or December. I don't even know what season is. There's been so many of them now. I don't even know what season. I don't know, but they're all just so good, and they're it's like the perfect binge watching. Wasn't it over the holidays last year that it came out? I think so. Because I feel like it was over the holidays that I binged it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's, again, one of those things where they drop all the episodes together, so you just sit down and watch them all. Yeah. Yeah. Not Disney. No, Disney doesn't do that. Once a week. I know. I know. But you know what? I haven't been watching much Disney+. Plus. I watched last, like, I went to my aunt's house last weekend or week or well, whatever, since I've been back from my travels and puzzle competitions. And uh, I watched the whole last season of Only Murders in the Building. The, I, I, could... I was the whole se- the whole season, like there's 10 episodes. I watched, I just sat at her house and watched them all. <laughs> really? And is it that good? I've only ever, I watched, I think, the first episode when it came it's, out and, and I never went back. And really? you know what I find now, like, it's like, yeah, there's all kinds of people in it, like Meryl Streep's in, in the next, Meryl Sheep from, uh, from <laughs> Sesame Street, or, you know, you know, like on Sesame Street, they'd have like a sheep and her name is Meryl Sheep. Oh my gosh. Um, they, uh, anyway, so yeah, like there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of people on the episodes now because it's like, it's funny and everybody wants to be part of it, I guess. So so like Paul Rudd's in Paul Rudd's in the last season. He's really Ant Man, you know. He's the Ant Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. See, um, I know who he is because I've seen that movie. He's so, a superhero. So yeah, they're very, they're 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 very good and they're funny. Like you can't go wrong with with um. Well, it's Steve Martin, Steve Martin and, and, and Martin, Martin Short. Short. Yeah, right, right, funny. right. Oh my god! Oh, they're hilarious. They're so. hilarious. I love it. So that's something you should been put that on your binge watching list. They're, the Maybe. episodes aren't very long. They can't be because there's no way I didn't sit there for 10 hours and watch <laughs> and watch that. Um, there may be like 35 or something like that. Yeah, I'd be interested to see, hear like from our listeners what kind of what are they watching now on TV? Because I, I'm kind of over the whole um, regular programming meaning like regular network television. I know you don't have cable, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. But it used to be that every September in the fall, all the new seasons would start. So I love shows like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, um, Blue Bloods, the one with Tom Selleck about the, about the police and stuff like that, right? Um, Law and Order, like all of those. You see, you sense the theme coming in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and in That's, uniform. Men in uniform, pretty much. <laughs> Firemen, police, ambulance. So I love those shows, but they all started in September and then they would go till the spring and then they would take a hiatus for the summer. But now it's like there's no schedule. So you could watch them two Wednesdays in a row and then for four weeks, there's no episode and then it comes back. Like it, there, there's no rhyme or reason. I can't, I can't, I can't be doing with that. I need to know that every Friday I'm going to get a little Tom Selleck and yeah, it's so I, I just, I don't think now I'm seeing ads that they're all coming back on and I, I don't think I'm going to go back. I can't, I don't think I'm going to go back. 
I think I'm done. I think I'm just going to watch streaming stuff. Yeah, that's what everybody else is doing, I think. (laughs) So, Fran, welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I think the last thing, yeah, I... Uh, the last thing I watched was probably I'd watch Big Bang when it was live, and I watched Once Upon a Time when it was live. But I had to go to my sister's house because she right. had cable, and I didn't. But... <laughs> I mean, aside from Coronation Street, um, you know, and even like the Real Housewives, I'm barely even watching them. Oh, my Below Deck, though that's the other one. So that's like, like my guilty too, right? Believe it or not, I have not watched the last two seasons of Survivor. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I just it was it was just becoming too much in the schedule and and I just I couldn't do it and and now I'm kind of like meh, I like I I don't feel like I'm missing it. Um, so yeah. I think there was nothing like like having having a show that you look forward to every week like that like yes, and I'm sure the streaming services have just wrecked that completely because I don't want to wait for anything but. I remember how excited I was for every single week of of uh, Once Upon a Time. Right. And, and like I said, I went to my sister's house to watch it because, and then I would leave directly after because that zombie show came on after they, <laughs> they, watched, they watched that zombie show. So like the, it would go straight from my show to zombies and I'd be like, bye guys, see you next Sunday. And I would be out the door so quick. Um, walking, they walk, they'd watch The Walking Dead afterwards because it would oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was on uh, HBO or whatever channel it was on. They switched over to that. Um, but to really be excited and can't wait, and and the schedule would be regular, so it would be it would be true legit like excitement for just the next week. But now I don't know that any of us have like the patience, or we're just so we have like everything you want can just be binge watched so quickly that yeah, and th- there really isn't a good set schedule for all of these things anymore, like. There's no seasons, real seasons that they're doing on some of these shows anymore. And and they're, yeah, like, and maybe that's part of how we grew up. Like, I don't know about you, but I remember like Friday nights in my house, it was a big deal. We had to have dinner done at a certain time and everybody in for the night and we'd be, you know, in our jammies in front of the TV for Dallas. Like, that's it. We were all sitting around watching Dallas every Friday night. It was a big deal. And it was kind of your family time, too. Everybody came together to watch the show or watch whatever was going on. And yeah, now it seems like it's just it's just everywhere. So it's really disrupted it. Well, I wonder how many people like a lot of people must still watch stuff together, but it's so easy just to like. Just to be just to binge watch whenever you feel like it, right? Whether exactly whether you're doing homework or you're working or you're, you know, you just squeeze it in before bed or you should be sleeping or whatever. Like it's it's um, on our phones, for goodness sakes. Everything we need, we can watch it right on our phones. There's no reason to sit in the living room in front of a big TV. Exactly. And so oh weird. my gosh. And you and I are both terrible for that. Uh, we both have a problem of scrolling in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Although now I'm I'm less uh distracted by it because I actually can't see without my glasses. So if I'm <laughs> lying in bed scrolling, it it's all there's only certain things I can watch because I can't like I can't read if there's captions. I can't like yeah, there's only some so many things. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oy, oy, oy. but i miss like having those kind of emotional connections to um 
to certain shows and programs and things like that. So I'd love to hear what people are watching and, and, you know, let us know if there's a show or a series or something that that's kind of a feel good. Plus I think my, my mindset has shifted. I don't, I don't want to watch the, the negative, sad stories Mm -hmm. anymore. You know, I used to be really addicted to those, like, like all the, the bad shows, not bad shows, but the shows that told bad stories um, or not happy stories. Anyway, whatever. They're not Disney. Let's talk about a happy one. <laughs> sure. We should talk about Have we talked about Disney? <laughs> yeah, we were going to talk today about Once Upon a Studio. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of like shows that things that pull, tug on the heartstrings, make you feel good. Once Upon a Studio we saw it at the D23 and we did talk about it on the podcast, but at that time it wasn't available for everyone to see. Yeah. So now that it's out, it's online. Everybody can watch it. It's on Disney plus. It's on Disney plus. It is everything that a Disney fan could ever have hoped for. And then more. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And it was, it's uh, not very long. It's only a little tiny short. Yes. But it's packed full of goodness. So and emotions. Is it terrible that I'm sitting here thinking, how do we how do we get those creators? You know, could we could we be as lucky as uh, someone sending them our podcast about our adoration (laughs) for this that we could get to talk to them? (laughs) I think uh, we're pushing it there. I think so a little bit. But like this is everything that Disney fans wanted. Um, so for it'll for people whether you've seen it or not, you should go back to Disney Plus and look at it if you haven't seen it. I think it. that people have seen it, have watched it multiple times. Exactly. Over and over and over again. So the question is, how many times did you cry? I I don't know. I maybe yeah. got a little teary eyed when we saw it at D at Destination D, but Oh yeah, I was pretty teary eyed at Destination happen. D. And then I'm I I, I I tear up. I get a big, big lump in my throat every time I watch it. <laughs> Because it's just, it's so, it's so beautifully done. It's, it's got everything, everything. So let's talk about, let's talk about some of the stuff that it has in it. Sounds good. Okay. So it features, do you know how many characters are in this? 999. (laughs) (laughs) They're not happy haunts. (laughs) But... 543 Disney characters from more than 85 feature length and short films. That's crazy. <laughs> Is that not insane? I wouldn't have 540. 543. Holy smokes. Right? I think I want to ca- try to count them. Well, yeah, like it's it's so insane when you think about that. 543 characters. How is that even possible? But I that's including like the final scene and all the yeah, characters that are out front. And yeah. this video was for this video was to celebrate the hundred years of the Walt Disney Company. Yes. So it and they released it on the on the the hundredth birthday, the 100th which is October sixteenth. Just in case anybody didn't know, <laughs> that's the exact date. The exact date. The exact date. Because, you know, I might happen to sit, share a celebration with that. <laughs> with <them. laughs> All good things are born on October 16th. <laughs> and the Walt Disney Company was 
was one of them. (laughs) Awesome thing that happened on that day. Yeah, it's it's, so to celebrate the hundredth, the first scene. So Carrie, like that, that gets me now more when I know the story Mm. of who is in that first scene. So it's a it's a young girl and an older gentleman that start the short. Right. And they're at the Walt Disney and they're at the Walt Disney Studios in California coming out of the animation building. And it's the real studios. It's not like it's a it's a green screen or whatever. Like they're in the real studios. And uh the an that the older gentleman is an animator. Um and his I had it right here, Bernie Madison. And um he worked for the Walt Disney Company for 70 years. That's 70 so cool. years. Um, he directed Mickey's Christmas Carol and the Great Mouse Detective, like a bunch of different things he did. Um, and he appears as himself at the beginning. Um, and he's the one that says, if these walls could talk. So he's like, I have goosebumps even just saying this to you. <laughs> um, he did. He passed away before the film was released, before the short mm-hmm. was released. But he did uh, apparently get to see a rough cut of it before he passed. So, yeah. It's very cool. And the, and it's dedicated to him. Like at the very end, it, it it's dedicated. I, I think it's at the very end, not at the front. It's dedicated. Yes. Yes. Um, that's very, that's very cool. Yeah, I did. I did read up and watch some videos on him and, and his story and how like he were, he, um, I think it was that like his mom dropped him off to get a job and he, and he, and he delivered mail or something like that. And you think 70 years later, like he was still, he was only weeks or months or whatever, whenever his birthday was like shy of, of getting his, the very first 70 70 year employee like the only and the first 70 year employee right at the Walt Disney company isn't that insane mm-hmm. so but yeah all of the stuff that he did in his journey yeah how we I think what did he advise like even though how he's he advised on some of the some of the last um things that have been made like all like like before yeah years before he died he was still working and advising and and helping along with some of the uh the newest films which, which is, is cool. it's so cool to think of like work, the, and the people that got to work with them it would have been yeah like, imagine their experience of working working with someone like that yeah amazing like, he was hired in 1953 at the walt disney company like it's just it's so insane to think about um like the impact that he would have had in there and then for him to basically open this this film with a young like it it it's supposed to be i guess a young animator the young just coming in starting out and then him uh the one with all the history like it's just like oh, oh. it's so amazing so awesome <laughs> so awesome um so that is that's one of the very cool things about um this they also you know they made sure to bring in ub iwerks as well so there is a picture of Ub Iwerks drawing Mickey Mouse uh, that's hanging on the wall next to the elevator in one of my favorite scenes in this whole thing is the elevator. It is absolutely classic. Donald Duck getting in the elevator with a bunch of characters and he has to hold the elevator for the sloth from Zootopia. 
flash. <laughs> and he's getting angrier and angrier. It 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 makes me it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh every time I see it. One of my favorite parts with the those characters is when um when uh Ka is going down the hall with um <laughs> what uh Clarabelle with Clarabelle and he's like trust in me <laughs> and then and and uh whoever I don't know what one of the characters is yelling at him and then and uh Rapunzel says don't worry I'll take care of this and she's got her her, her frying pan. <laughs> and then you, she walks off the walks out of the walks out of the uh screen and you hear her bang him on his head uh and then he stops uh with the Clarabelle trance yes oh I love that part and the like the way that they intertwined the characters like there were characters that were that would never be seen together well and they knew each other that's the part that I think is awesome too like they're all chit-chatting and 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 referencing each other's uh lives or whatever when you would think that they never would even know each other but like it's like they're friends like well, they're long yeah. lost friends and they're and and they're talking like they've known each other they've known each other for all of their respective <laughs> lives or whatever and I thought that was kind of neat like that it's sort of like you know they all they do all they do know each other yeah and it's it's almost like it's almost kind of got like a toy story feel in terms of you know everybody leaves the building and then they they're all like it's safe to come out and then they all jump out of their pictures and their and their cells on the walls and to your point like like they're all friends they all know each other and not necessarily friends because there's some um that don't look like they would be um they all know each other they know each other but they're not necessarily all all friendly with each other like when she when she says do you think all the villains are gonna come mm-hmm and and Elsa's like no not all or something like that and then she freezes him Hans in the picture yeah which is which is kind of cool yeah it's it's uh so there's there's one so apparently when they were doing this um I I looked something up and it said basically they had a big whiteboard with all the characters they wanted to include and the ones that they were missing and they were trying to figure out how they were going to incorporate them or what was the story to get them. And Chernabog, mm-hmm. they had literally, he had written next to it, never going to happen. He's the size of a mountain, right? So oh. how do you fit a mountain inside the studio? And that's when they came up with the idea of the Dalmatians watching Fantasia. Yeah. So that they could incorporate. The scary dude. Yeah. The scary dude. The big scary dude. But they didn't need him to be the size of a mountain because he was on the TV. And that's how they managed to get him in the in the show. Like, how cool is that? Very cool. So amazing that they. Yeah. So that was kind of that was kind of a fun, um, a fun thing. Um, I love the scene where they had the Mad Hatter uh, with Flounder. Mm. Right. And Merlin giving him like the water and the hat and like just. The way they they had that all come together was just was just brilliant. Kind of reminds me of like Wreck It Ralph, like the Wreck It Ralph too, when they're when they all go in the video games and they're in that like middle that middle zone where like they all know each other. Pac Man and Cubert is playing, yeah. like, you know, Donkey Kong or whatever. It kind of thinks like like there's this there's this uh, animated uh, you know other world where 
where they all just get a they all just well, they're all friends along, but they all just exist yeah I love that I love that idea that they're all just sort of like they're friends like they know about each other and I think that's so fantastic and to see them like that and also the fact that they did so they did like the the 3D or the or the new form the CGI animation for those characters that were born <laughs> were born, <laughs> were born, born that, that way, way. <laughs> But for the ones that were hand-drawn <laughs> animation, they were the flat animate. Like, they stayed true to mm-hmm. how they were they were originally drawn. Yeah. So they, they really did have their character. Like, their, their full, yeah, like their real mm-hmm. character. They oh. all looked the way they were supposed to look. Yeah. And then, so they did um, Robin Williams. So they made a point of... I think you obviously, you know, this one, but just in case people didn't know, um, it is actually Robin Williams voice as the genie, but it's an unheard version. So the version that they used in the movie uh, for the genie was one um, that he had, it was unused audio that he had recorded for the original Aladdin. Hmm. So it's not one of the, one of the clips that's been used thousands of times, uh, it was unused, so it was it was brand new. It was kind of like he had recorded a brand new version. Hmm, that's cool. Now, this one I did not catch at, originally and, until I was looking at this. Um, but you know, before the genie comes out, so it's it's Olaf is is sketching, mm-hmm. and then the genie comes out and Olaf breaks apart or whatever. But in that same scene, right before Olaf or before the genie comes out. Is the an unnamed lost boy? Oh, and that lost boy was the Robin Williams lost boy character from Back to Neverland that ran as part of the Magic of Disney animation attraction at Hollywood Studios. So way back at Hollywood Studios when they had that attraction and it was a film about how um, the characters came to life, Robin Williams voiced a lost boy. And oh. that is the Lost Boy character they used in that scene before the genie comes out. So oh, it's basically cool. two of Robin Williams' characters. Hmm. I w- I didn't I didn't I was thinking more of that scene. I was like, is that is that somebody's office? <laughs> like, I wonder if that's somebody. Like, is that somebody's special? Like, someone's office that you know we need to know if that was yeah an office and it belonged to something or it had history, like or whatever. But. It, on the desk like can you yeah like is that somebody's desk it probably is like there are so many little easter eggs and things like they really they went out of their way to to make sure that it was like every every emotional tie was was represented mm-hmm. insane yeah. so so then there's the the mickey like we we can't we can't talk about this without talking about the Mickey. The like scene when, when Mickey sees Walt's picture on the wall. Yeah. It's like honestly when he just looks up at him and then you hear that music. And yeah. Yeah. Like I I can feel it like I can feel the, the lump of my throat <laughs> even just thinking about it. <laughs> Well, and I think when we first saw it at, at Destination D, we were so excited and so overwhelmed and seeing all the characters fly by that 
that that's it but that scene was like we all understood that scene clearly and that's where the emotions could be whereas when you watch it over and over again you get excited about other you still that's an amazing scene but you get so excited noticing the details and feeling emotions in other ways but when we saw for the first time so excited like that scene's like hitting a like hitting a brick wall right like all of a sudden (laughs) you immediately know what it means you hear the the feed the birds music you know and and it's sad and and touching and and then everybody's crying (laughs) oh yeah everybody bawling everybody bawling so that one one thing that you know people may or may not know is that feed the birds uh was walt's favorite song like he loved that song and the songwriting duo behind that uh, was, of course, the Sherman Brothers, who wrote lots and lots and lots of songs for him. Uh, but the the story goes that Walt would occasionally walk into their office and simply just say to them, play it. And they would play Feed the Birds for him. And that just made him so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they would come into his office and play it for him as well. And he had a piano there that that they would play for him. Um, so when they recorded that music to play in this short, uh, they did it right. They mm-hmm. had Richard Sherman himself come and play it on the piano in Walt's office to record that snippet of, of music mm-hmm. for this short. Like that's the, you know what? That's the Disney difference, Carrie. That nobody would like lots of people watching this short would just say, oh, look at, you know, Mickey not giving a nod to to Walt. That's the difference. Is that kind of history that they put into it that may or may not, people may or may not even know. The significance of that. Awesome. It is. It is. It's just, <laughs> it's so incredible. It's so incredible. Um, yeah, that's... Ah! So, yeah, and I was just, I was so excited to see that scene. And then it just goes into such a happy, like, there's so much happiness and and and, and joy and goofy. Like, goofy is the perfect one to be the <laughs> photographer, Carrie, the perfect one. <laughs> you know, something's going wrong. Yeah. And then for how they they brought everything back together, like how they they bring in the characters to fix it and put it back together, and 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 only fitting that Eeyore is like maybe we'll try next year, like <laughs> we'll try in another hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I love that Pooh Bear was stuck in the window or in the in the thing, and they're trying to pull him out. <laughs> oh, somebody's at my door. We're just going to ignore that because it's probably somebody with some uh, flyer or pamphlet. <laughs> um, Carrie, like what was your, so, and of course Oswald makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Like that was just, and and Pete's dragon. And, and like, so who were your favorites? Who were your favorites? Mm. I liked Oswald. I liked uh i liked how they had um like how they had like jiminy cricket when he came in and sang i really oh, like yeah. that i really liked that part and i liked how they had up um like they had people swirling up in the animation in the animation um words up on the building like i really liked the details around that i thought that was neat i don't know i i think i've watched it 
like the day that it came on Disney Plus, I think I sat and watched it like five times in a row in my office. <laughs> and I just couldn't believe how I kept seeing more and more stuff. Like in when the when at one point aren't them the there's a bunch of male there's like there's a they're in the men's room or something because it's oh, like yeah it's like and I noticed like Thomas O'Malley's in there or whatever I like I really like that I keep seeing more characters and when you say there's um all those characters like there's way more to even find there are like you can't because you miss them like you're right that scene in the men's room when when Minnie comes in and she's like let's go um oh, that's right she's yeah that's right she's trying to she's get trying to get them moving. all out but Gaston is the focal point because yeah. he's singing into the mirror that everybody wants to be him. But you miss all yeah. of the others that are standing around him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Hades, like I, yeah, like it, it's insanity to me how many characters that they had that sort of interacted with each other that that I never like you would never think to put together. Yeah, I yeah. They did an amazing job, and I did like the Dalmatian scene with Chernabog on the on the TV, and them and them and it getting you're, really scary in those little. And then him, who was it? One of them said, to them, "You're gonna get nightmares." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so like fabulous. That mm-hmm. There's so much, too many there, things to, yeah, to pick, to pick favorites. I know. Although I do like, you know, of course. The the Walt and Mickey scene is everything to me. I absolutely love Pooh Bear being stuck in 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 the wall. Um, Donald Duck just makes me laugh. Like it's so flipping funny oh, how good. angry he's getting at the elevator. And then, um, yeah, like like I found myself. I know we saw it at D twenty three, but then when I was watching it and watching it, like I found myself cheering for different ones when I saw like when you notice somebody different and I was like ah Pete's dragon ah <laughs> like it was just you know Alice in Wonderland or, or like it was just yeah there were just so many great ones I like how they had Scar when who is it Wreck-It Ralph runs into the wind runs into the door oh and he calls him Garfield <laughs> and, 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 and Scar's like I'm surrounded by idiots and then he and then he's like way to go Garfield or whatever he it was yeah, like they had so many of their classic lines in there too. And it, it it was just fitting that it was the right people. Like they had the fix it Felix come in to fix the camera. Like they got everybody to do everything. Like they, there should be no, no no skill or no requirements not available with that gang of uh Yeah. It was uh it's amazing. Amazing. So yeah. If you haven't seen it. You got to go watch it. Watch it a couple times. It's a couple times. Long. Yes. And Which let us know. Characters. Yeah. I want to hear what everybody else's sort of favorite um, things were. Because I just, yeah, there's just so many great ones. Cool. Well, I think we've covered the, the big, the big Easter eggs that are important for people to, to look out for. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. I, yeah for sure i'm sure there's there there's probably a whole bunch of easter eggs that are just in there for the people that created it too like no one would ever know oh yeah for, like you know why they put place things in certain places or you know oh i'm sure like even you know the sister from encanto the strong one mm-hmm. you know how she carries all those um like in encanto she carries like all the i can't remember cows. what animal cows, cows or yeah but or 
in this short, if you look, she's carrying all the cows from home on the range. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the cows from Encanto, but she's carrying cows. <laughs> like how, how you get that's how you get all those different characters in there. Exactly. And even like in the elevator, you're looking in the elevator and it's like the the mother from um, Rapunzel. And I think it's like the guy from Brother Bear and somebody from Tarzan. And like they. Yeah, it's just oh, it's just it's just perfect. It's just <laughs> perfect. It, it couldn't be more perfect. I agree. Love it. Love it. All right, Carrie. Yep. We're done. I. I well, no, we're not done because we got to talk pixie dust. Oh, pixie it's dust. important. What was what was your pixie dust this week? What brought you some joy? Well, my pixie dust has been giving me joy for a couple of weeks because I, after all these years, I became a Costco member. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I did the same. There's like a Costco, like I've been what? to Costco lots of times, but with other people, like with my mom and stuff. But there's a Costco a couple minutes from my work. Like if I don't get any lights or like I could be at this Costco in about mm, four minutes. Like it's very, wow. very close. So like it's very easy to go up and uh, go for lunch and eat all the free samples <laughs> or, you know, go up because you might need the odd thing and you just browse a little bit, see what's on sale because they always have all those things that have the coupons off. Right. So I, I went to Costco quite a few times in the last couple of weeks. I went and bought oh. stuff from work because I needed there's good stuff for my work, but there's also, you know, I went up for lunch maybe twice. Nice. Work a few times. So now so does yeah. your Costco do the hot dogs and that kind of stuff? Oh yeah, hot dogs. Like their pizza, food court. Yeah. yeah poutine. Cool. Ice cream. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, and it's not very busy up there compared to the other Costco. So it's a, it's a very nice experience. Oh. So, so it's, it's, you know, a win-win. <laughs> you spend, spend too much money. That's Even awesome. When you go in to buy only a few things, it still works out to a lot of money because. Right. Everything's so big. <laughs> it is. Like enough paper towel for the whole year. But so this one is is one. It's not a business center. It's like a full it's Costco. A real Costco, mm-hmm. a full Costco. Mm-hmm. The I only have I have a business center that's near me, um, so it doesn't have everything in it. And then the full Costco's further up the road. But it's like insanity. Yeah, I could imagine. Like, I, it's I, like crazy. Pla- it's like crazy people's. Yeah, the Costco where you live just generally would I think would be like total other level than ours. Like, and ours are busy enough. So I need to come out and see yours. I need the to one see up yours. on my up by my work is like a, it's like it is legit like a ghost town. Well, how do they stay compared, open then? Compared to like the one that would be in Toronto, right? It's it's yeah, it's not wow. it's not it's busy. It's got to be busy, but I, I think because they're developing up there, like in the future, they'll be they'll be oh it'll be a much and things like that up there. But hmm. it's it's quite a it's quite a nice experience. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You go up at lunchtime and there's almost like there's nobody there. Like you don't have to worry. It's not you don't have to. There's people there, but it's not like, you know, when you go in and it's just there's there's it's packed. There's people everywhere. It's not like that. Like it's just kind of normal. So if hmm. you ever want to come out my way, go. Costco. Yeah, I may need to. So your Costco membership is like. Costco. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, it'll take me longer to drive to you, but it's probably the same amount of time I'd stand in line at mine. <laughs> 
<laughs> Probably. Yeah. Like it's what Andrew and I went up one night and it was, it's a bit stressful pushing the cart through because there's so many people. Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy to run over somebody's foot. Um, yeah. But I mean, we just take our time and just dilly dally and, you know, just smooth through. I want, I got mine because I wanted that uh, trail mix that they sell. Um, so I don't even I, know what it is. I, I was I there a couple times. I didn't see it. I saw no, no. Bars, Kirkland granola bars. Granola yeah, bars. yeah. So I bought the Kirkland granola bars and they're really good too. The chocolate dip ones. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, I take them to work and then and then people say to me, like, Fran, these are not healthy. Like, if you think <laughs> this is you being healthy, it's not. Um, but yeah, no, I'll show you. It's like a, they're called Kirkland and it's trail mix. It's really good. It's like peanuts, like all different kinds of peanuts. It has raisins. It has chocolate. It, yeah. Very good. Very, very good. And it's in like little individual packages. So you're not yeah, going gonna... to. Not... I knew you said they were in individual packages, but I hadn't. I can't find them in mine. Maybe that's the thing with mine. Maybe ours got sucky. That scene. This is. These are the things that Carrie and I talk about. Moving, that... <laughs> moving, moving, moving off the shelf because there's like probably more people in yours in like one afternoon than mine has like in three days. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, very anyway. good. So, what's your so, pixie dust? My pixie dust uh, is I joined a new group on Facebook. Oh, called the Regal Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, I so I saw somebody <laughs> post something about Three's company and I saw it was a group and I joined it. And I can't tell you how much joy this this stuff on Facebook. Like I now I my Facebook feed is like full of Three's company stuff. And it is like people like me. So somebody'll post like a screen grab of an episode and then everybody else is just going in like like line for line. We know exactly what the next, like the next line is going to be of the character. It's just, it's so much fun. And it's like little tidbits from um, like people have done over the years or people have been out to, to shows or or events where they've met some of the, some of the stars from three's company. Um, So they have pictures with them. And um, I sent you one the other day, like we got to find where this is. Like apparently these are real things Mm -hmm. and they are like Mrs. Roper's bar crawl. And it's all these women who dress up as Mrs. Roper. So like in the big, the big outfit with the hair and the the big flowy, what are they called? Calf cans? Moomoos? <laughs> <laughs> the big colorful moomoo with the, the jewelry. And they go on a pub crawl. That's fun. And so I sent you a picture the other day of all these women that are, that are dressed as, um, mrs roper and and said we should try this (laughs) because i I think it would be hilarious like even just to go to an event dressed as mrs roper like come on (laughs) how fun would that be it would be awesome yeah i wonder if they do that in in, around us we should we should look carrie because honestly (laughs) it just it makes me so happy so it's it's so silly but it's it's just i've had so much threes company in my in my life in like a week that I, I I've just yeah and you know pictures of different episodes because it's not streaming anywhere that I can get three's company so I can't watch it anywhere these are kind of the next best thing and it just I mean really I don't need to watch them I could rhyme them probably all off from <laughs> heart but um yeah it's kind of fun that's awesome I like that yeah 
So that's my that's my that's brought me a lot of happiness. Pixie dust. That's good joy. It is. It is. Although I will tell you that when I read, when we're talking line for line and and people are putting like, when you see them in black and white, you're like, I can't believe they got away with some of this stuff. (laughs) That may be why it's not on stream. But it's so funny. It's so funny. Like if you, yeah, I just love it. So yeah. That's cool. Awesome. That was my pixie dust. Love it. All right, Carrie. Thank you again for recording with me this week. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with all new info Mm -hmm. topic. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's exactly. So thank you. Forget it now that we, we got this window in between. I know that's the only thing, right? This whole scheduling thing. It's it's yeah. Yeah. But we're good. We're good. We got it. All right. So we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. (laughs) thanks for listening to the pixie dust fan podcast we hope you enjoyed the episode make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week and find us on social media too we'd love to hear from you till next time remember you are never too old to be young chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after